Hello, dear ones. I'm Barbara Hemphill, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and vision accelerator. Welcome to Christine's Radiant Joy video podcast. If you're not where you'd hoped to be spiritually right now, this series will encourage you to be who God made you to be. Chances are you're a well-meaning believer with a lot on your plate. So thank you for tuning in as you seek Holy Spirit inspiration to move into life to the full with purpose, fruitfulness, healing, freedom, and radiant joy. Hi, I'm Chris Smith. My two passions are the Holy Spirit and creativity, and so I call myself a spiritivity coach. I've written a book on the connections between quilt making and spirituality, but my work actually encompasses all kinds of creativity. Today I'd like to talk to you about another thing that really excites me, and that is dream work. I first became involved with it in the 90s when my church sponsored a local psychologist who held a monthly Sunday afternoon dream workshop. I found it intriguing. About a decade later, I was invited to attend a monthly dream group at a friend's house. It was led by a Benedictine abbot who had become very involved in studying and training in Jungian depth psychology. He later founded, and uh, I ended up attending and graduating from a school for spiritual directors that involved a lot of training in dream work. So today, I'd like to start with a tip number one, and that is that before you go to bed, you might pray for or ask for a dream. You can present a specific question that you are looking for an answer to, or you could leave it very open-ended and just ask for guidance and help with your life, or you could ask for the solution to some creative problem. You're basically trying to tap into messages from God or your higher power. And you will probably get these answers in the form of a dream, if not that night, then soon thereafter. So to show you're serious about that request, you need to be prepared. Trip, tip number two is to keep at your side of your bed a journal, a pen, perhaps a flashlight if you share the room with another person and perhaps a phone or recording device, and be ready to record the dreams. Tip number three is to avoid the temptation to roll over and think you can just remember the dream. Chances are you really can't. Um, studies have shown unless you get it started to record it within the first one to three minutes after waking up, you will probably lose most of it. Um, and the more of it you remember, the more of it you write down, and the more of it you later work with, the more benefits you get for, from the dream. Dreams are really sent for healing purposes, and they do some good even if you don't remember them. But they will do more good if you write them down, and even the most good, probably three times as much as not remembering them if you actually write them down and work through them. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, if you, you don't need to work the dream right then. That's tip number four. It's okay not to work through it right away. Dreams come to us in Kairos time rather than Kronos time. So if you leave it for later, it will still have meaning for you when you get around to working through it. 
Tip number five, if you don't like the ending of a dream, feel free to reimagine it, especially if you're going back to bed and you want to just ask for a new ending or start to imagine a new ending and see what comes and then record that as well. Tip number six is to find those, a person or a group that you can share your dreams with. Sharing the dreams will help to increase your awareness of the power of the dream, both by seeing what comes to you in your own dreams and how it's interpreted, um, and also in seeing how, how the messages are coming through for other people. It will, uh, once you see the power of the dreams, you'll also be more motivated to continue to write them down even when that means waking up in the wee hours of the morning. Tip number seven is to start to learn about the different personal associations of the symbols that occur in your dreams, uh, symbols that have universal meaning and archetypes, um, and the importance of each of those in interpreting your dreams. So you start to get them yourself. Tip number eight is don't ignore snippets. If you don't remember the whole dream, but you remember some odd symbol or snippet, record that. That can be worked with too. Tip number nine is that you can orally record your dreams. If you if there's another person that you can tell the dream to first thing after waking up, by all means, if you feel like you can share it, go ahead and do that because as you tell it and narrate it, you're more likely to see it playing out in your mind like a movie and you'll be able to put yourself in as a narrator or the, the main character and tell it in first person. I walked into this room, I saw a green giraffe, the giraffe started jumping up and down, whatever, whatever it is, start to tell the dream in present tense, first person. Uh, besides telling it to another person, another option is to record it. I found this out uh, when I had two broken arms and I started to dictate my morning journaling into my phone, but I found it was great for dream work. So what I do is I start an email to myself. I use the record button on my iPhone and I start to record the dream. I have to keep an eye on the little microphone symbol because it can uh, stop after a chunk of recording and I have to keep turning it on. But um, I get the, the dream down, I send the email to myself, I then transfer it into a Word document. And from there, I have a template that I've created so that I can format it to fit in my journal. And I have the dream in black ink and my personal associations in blue ink and archetypal symbols in red ink. And so it makes it really great when I wanna go back later to work the dream to be able to do all that. Um, Tip number 10 is to remember there are different kinds of dreams, and I'm not going to go into that now, but please remember most dreams are not to be taken at face value. Um, also, we really shouldn't fear our dreams because what we might consider a bad dream or a nightmare or recurring dream might be some of the most important dreams of all, and they're coming to you in that way in order to get your attention. And symbols like death often really are to let us know that something new is about to be born and things that we consider the dark shadow are often those hidden parts of ourselves that can be 90% golden. Um, also the oddities in dreams, these are really fun to work with and try to figure out what their meanings are. So some dreams offer creative solutions and with those I would suggest 
that you honor them by doing. So for example, I'm a quilter and I will sometimes wake up having dreamt of some image to use on an art quilt. At that point, it's best if I go and start to sketch it, perhaps also uh, grab the colors that I saw in the dream that would want, I'd want to put in the quilt. Uh, other times, because I'm a writer, I will wake up with dreams that tell me what to write, what maybe my next teleclass should be, or some part of a book I'm working on. So I want to get those things down as soon as possible and definitely honor those dreams because they're coming from a higher source than uh, my intellect. Um, those are the 10 tips. I'd like to also point out that when you're recording your dreams, a good thing to remember is the TTAQ, which stands for Title, Theme, Affect, and Question. So for title, it's a great idea to put something down, which is the way you'd refer to the dream if you wanted to talk about it a month from now. For example, um, the dream with the green giraffe jumping, or uh, whatever would help you remember it most. It doesn't need to be literary quality title. Second thing is the theme. What do you think the overall theme is? Is this a dream that has all sorts of things happening that involve power or lack of power or creativity um, or vacations? Whatever the theme might be, uh, put that down. Uh, and don't worry if it's not right. If this is just sort of what was your impression when you woke up? How did it affect you is the next question. This is what was your feeling tone uh, during the dream, perhaps in different parts of the dream, as well as what feeling did you have at the end of it? This is going to be very important when it comes to working the dream. And finally, question. What was the dream asking you? If you can, if you can figure that there's some kind of a question that keeps coming up. So I'd, I'd like to just suggest that you not miss out on your dreams, record them as they come, work with them as you get the opportunity. I'm in the process of writing a book called Absurd Images and Odd Memories, How Decoding Your Dreams Sparks Spiritual Growth. So if you have any dream stories you'd like to share with me, those are most welcome. I'd like to wish you blessings as you sleep, dream, and explore your dreams messages. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Christine's Radiant Joy podcast. Please visit radiantjoy.us to subscribe to her monthly Radiant Joy newsletter to be notified when her next book is released or to set up an appointment to speak with Christine about Unbound Ministry. And please pass this along to others who might enjoy it. Christine is an award-winning quilt maker whose spiritually inspired quilts is featured in the Reap As You Sew section of radiantjoy.us. You're in for a treat if you go check it out. You'll find her blog and the complete archive of all of her podcast episodes at radiantjoy.us. Or you can subscribe through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. Each month, Christine will bring you a message of how you are called by God, remembering that we are all God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works that God planned. You are equipped with every spiritual blessing you need to succeed. We look forward to getting together here every first Thursday. Don't wait. Connect now with Christine at radiantjoy.us. God bless you.